Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. You're listening to So I Married a Movie Geek, and it's another special episode because although you're probably just loving every time you get to listen to me, Chrissy McLean, or Justin, the movie geek, and as we talk about these movies that I've never seen before, and he's seen seven times each, we have guests! Yeah! Yay! That makes it like 400 times more exciting than it usually is. And not just any guests. These are our friends from the podcast who spiked the puns. Yeah. We have Bradley and Dan in the house. Hey. Hello. Illegals. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. Who let these dudes in the country? I'll I'll, I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. I have a U.S. passport. Thank you very much. Sure you do. But but how good is your English? I don't know if you've seen our new rules they're they're trying to start, but they're going to. He's not a refugee. (laughs) That's what these are for. I'm pretending I'm a president. Come on. Well, He's dumb. then you need to put your brain in half. <laughs> okay. And then, oh, oh my God. He, oh, look oh at there that. it is. Okay. I wasn't kidding. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. He just Damn. showed us his passport. Fuzzy, what's oh, yours? I snuck in in his bag, so technically uh, uh, sure. I might be an illegal. So wait a minute. You just called him Fuzzy, and I'm dying to know. Fuzzy. <laughs> like, what is this whole thing? Is this like your nickname from a long time ago or this recent? Is, or? This is a very old nickname uh, from when I first moved to Australia. Um, I used to have white guy afro, so big, boofy hair and big, boofy beard. And um, yeah, it kind of just stuck. I've got a random nickname at a party once, and that's everyone calls me Fuzzy. Yeah, now. they, they kind of called it awesome. like what it was. It was yeah, giant Fuzzy Man. I can't. I have. I have no hair anymore, so I wear hats instead of having hair. Um, but yes, it used to happen. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. What's your nickname, Justin? I don't have a nickname. We may need to invent one for you by the time this podcast is done. Okay, sounds right. great. Yay. Okay. Um, so yeah, these guys are, are from Who Spiked the Ponds, from all the way from Australia. Coming to visit the future. Mm-hmm. You guys are. <laughs> yeah, right. So, how long are you guys here in the states? Uh, I'm here for two weeks, just yeah. uh, doing a bit of a tour out here, doing the podcast crew, yeah, uh, and then seeing family over on the east coast, which would be lovely, and a bit of New York. And uh, Bradley's here for a lot longer. He's. Uh, I'm here for two months this time. Yeah. Wow. My, my girlfriend Andrea and I. Uh, once we. Uh, Abandoned Dan tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, we're off to the uh, Solar Eclipse Festival in Oregon, and then we're uh, road tripping all the way to the uh, the East Coast. That is so cool. Over, uh, over eight weeks. I mean, good for you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. We need a vacation, Chrissy. Didn't we just have a vacation like a month ago? Did we? We went to Florida. You went with vac- kids, so it doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Saying, doesn't That's count. a job, man. Exactly. Especially when you're all alone. When you're all alone, and I mean, we love working. Them, but you know, it's a job. It's yeah, hard, man. It's true. It is yeah. hard. I would text him, and be like, "How's it going?" He's like, "We're on fire." I mean, we're fine. <laughs> and I don't know if you have you guys ever been to Florida before. I uh, knew no. I have. Ugh. Okay, so you know what's coming. Yes, <laughs> it rained the whole time we were there. So it rains every day in the summer, and that's the norm for them. And mm-hmm. it's very, very humid, like ninety nine percent humidity. If you look at your app on your phone, you're like, for real? Why do people yeah. live there? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? It's not cheap. Compare is it well, cheap? No, it is. It's much cheaper. Uh huh. Yeah, like much cheaper than it is here. It's where all our senior citizens go to. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, before <laughs> I, 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 I do away. a lot of work that makes me travel, <laughs> and before I visited Florida a 
good portion of times so I was like, why? Why is this even a part of the union? But <laughs> but upon going several times, I'm like, all right, there's some merit, but like maybe this much. Yeah. Before there was none. Now Not much. this much. <laughs> yeah. California is much better though. Yes. California is much better. So guys, I want to thank you for coming. You're it's welcome. nice to meet you. Okay. Nice to get you on the couch. Big fans of you guys. And when I knew that you guys were coming, we we, we went back and forth about what we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, buddy- I wanted to talk about Practical Magic again, like you guys did on your. Episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Best movie Why did ever. you hate it so much? By the way, <laughs> guys, it's just that we liked Magic Mike more. So. I mean, I don't blame yeah. you. Everybody likes Magic. Hey, we Mike almost more, did but... Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, do your Hocus Pocus impression. Oh, a muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. Oh. <laughs> she loves that. That would mean she loves that one as well. <laughs> um, I'm your monkey here to perform. <laughs> but uh, so I. I know you guys are going to be hanging. We're hanging out with the uh, more gooder than crew. Yeah, correct. And you guys were. We were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about while they were talking with you guys about what you guys are talking about. <laughs> this is and like Inception. <laughs> we, we didn't want to talk about the same thing. So um, yeah. when when I heard you guys are going to talk about, um, I think it was uh, a very famous Australian film. Yes. That. that um, I mean, go go listen to more go than, and you can listen to these guys talk about this film. We 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 zigged instead of zagged, and we decided that we were going to finally submit Chrissy to watch her very first Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Wow, yes. and Steven Seagal movie. Mm. You are so lucky. So fir- first Van Damme movie, not first Steven Seagal movie. Right? So yeah. we don't. Wow. We, we don't <laughs> count. Cherry. We don't. We, we watched Street Fighter. Uh, was oh, it yeah, earlier this year? But I don't really okay. count that as a Van Damme movie. No, okay. no. it's a, a Raul Julia movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's great in that movie. I yeah. love Raul Julia. Viacondios. Rest oh, in peace. Oh man, <laughs> he was like on his deathbed, just like yeah, so sad. He went for acting because he knew it. He was like, this is it. I'm nice pretty sure that, that movie actually gave him cancer. That's oh. We were talking about this the other day. It says, lovely, beautiful, via con Dios, and then they ruined it with a cheap stinger scene at the end. Just, like, deleted everything they just did. Zombie, zombie uh, Raul Julia at the end. Yep. Yeah. Sad but true. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we put out a poll on, on Twitter, and uh, oh, we yeah. had four choices for each actor, and the movies that were chosen were Bloodsport, and Under Siege. Yay, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Twitter. Thanks. I'm just going to say that Under Siege is the best Seagal movie that you'll ever see. Oh, okay. Everything else is yeah. worse than that. <laughs> yes. So that, that is his absolute pinnacle. JCVD's probably a little bit. that uh, That's that's contentious. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> you're half lucky. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so half you lucky. know what was... And what was funny is uh, just this weekend, I put another poll out on Twitter... Um, because one of the uh, people argue about these two all the time because they both kind of came to their, their primes around the same time, late eighties, early nineties, both these actors. So I asked on, on Twitter, if both of these guys were in their primes, who would win in a fight? Do you want to guess who, uh, who people picked Chrissy out of the two? Van Damme. So 78% of, of the, the people polled 202 people. Said John Claude Van Damme would win. Well, the they fight. would be right. Oh yeah, but that means twenty two percent said Steve <laughs> yeah. Snow. Yeah, yeah, that should have been a hundred to zero, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, but before we do, let's go ahead and start with the first movie. Yeah, um, it is uh, Bloodsport. It is. For centuries, the society of the Black Dragon has sanctioned an ancient rite of combat known as the Kumite. 
open only to the world's most lethal warriors. It has never been won by a Westerner. You are not Japanese. I can do it. Now, for the first time, the true story of America's super agent, Frank Dukes, can be revealed. Uncle Sam can't afford to let you get hurt. I'm going to Hong Kong. Frank is going to fight in the Kumite, and we're here to stop him. An awesome human weapon. There's me just looking at it. Who infiltrates the Chinese underworld. I did not come this far to stop now. Take him. To enter a forbidden competition. Couldn't you just get me in? Strict rules. No press. You're telling me you never break rules? Where every fighting style, every worthy opponent, every deadly technique clash in savage combat. I'm separate the men from the boys. And only one will triumph. Now I will break you. International martial arts sensation Jean Claude Van Damme in Blood Sport. The true story of the ultimate champion. Chrissy? Yeah. Before we talk to these guys about Bloodsport, this is your first time. This is your first uh, Van Damme vehicle. Cherry's been popped. Yep. I think this is a perfect movie to start with if you're going to start with. Hit the plethora of uh, of movies that this guy has has given us, and he's worked since. Has he really given us a plethora of movies? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, what do you think of Bloodsport? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so, so, true story. When I knew this one, the Twitter poll, my like, God, God damn it! Because first of all, it's called Bloodsport, and this is so the antithesis of anything up my alley. I'm this like, is why you. It took seven years for you to watch There Will Be Blood, just because yes. it has blood <laughs> in yes. the title. Basically, oh, well, I'm glad you. You loved that up. Hellraiser. That movie was all about blood, but well, blood wasn't in the title. Well, will you hold your horses, sir? <laughs> so here's the difference: in There Will Be Blood, that's an example of a movie that has blood in the title and is a good movie. Bloodsport uh-huh. is an example of a movie that has blood in the title and is not a good movie. How dare you? How dare I? How dare you, Chrissy? Hold on, but don't don't freak out yet. You didn't fall asleep during this movie. Well, I did. You seem to be having fun. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was just going to get into. But it is so laughably bad mainly due to his performance and due to the performance of the kid who plays him at a younger age. Yeah. All right. It's such yes. terrible casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, well, I'll just hear with my popcorn for this aspect. <laughs> Once I get into the actual fighting of, oh, Jesus, wait. Um, uh, what is it? Like the Kama Sutra off. What's it called? <laughs> Kama, the Sutra. Kama Sutra off. That would have made it a way more interesting film. Oh. That's a different sport. <laughs> I love it. We, we watched this movie a week ago and it's already turned into the Kama Sutra off. Before we get, so this movie came out in 88. So 1988. So that's one of the reasons Chrissy probably is down on it because it came out in 80s. Uh, first, so if no one's seen Bloodsport, here's the IMDb logline. It says it follows Frank Dukes, an American martial artist serving in the military who decides to leave the army to compete in a martial arts tournament in Hong Kong where fights to the death can occur. We're talking about Kumate. Kumate. Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. What did you say? Kama Sutra. What? That comes in Bloodsport three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pun intended. Uh, no, it's called <laughs> it's called the Kumite, Chrissy. Oh, not as good. It's a secret underground uh, 
martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, no holds barred, basically, in Hong Kong. <laughs> Clearly. Um, <laughs> Kama Sutra off. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know? Really? Is that what you thought it was? I couldn't remember. I knew, I was like, Kai, Kai, crap. And the only thing I could think of was Cobra Kai. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you, you don't like it. You didn't like the movie. Well, Because you, you thought he was a bad actor. No, I have objective and subjective reactions. Subjectively, it is a bad movie. Subjectively, I enjoyed it for those stupid elements of it. And actually, this sounds crazy. But at the very end, when they ran the credits and they were like, this is the real story. And this was a real person. I'm like, shut up. And I started... Twittering and Googling and all the stuff. And oh. Then, mm. I, then I was more on board. <laughs> Guys, Bloodsport. Yes. What kind of reputation does Bloodsport have in Australia? Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's up there. Uh, like, <laughs> personally, I don't think this is his best movie. I'm a big kickboxer fan. Kickboxer. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much the same movie, but done better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I tend to concur, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a time... This, I like this movie, and I, I love... Uh, because I love time travel, there's, there's a movie he did called Time Cop, mm-hmm. which oh, I yeah. absolutely love. Why couldn't we watch that? Because they didn't get, he didn't get picked in the polls. Twitter said no. <laughs> we had Kickboxer in there. We had Bloodsport. We had Time Cop, and then we had something else. And oh, I Blood think I Sport. voted in this poll because I wanted to save myself, and I voted for Time Cop. <laughs> um, so, uh, what do you think, uh, Bradley? What do you, what do you think about Bloodsport? Look, I, I'm not a, a huge fan, to be honest. <laughs> I, I would have much rather done Time Cop. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was a fun watch. That's for sure. <laughs> it is a movie. It's glorious in its badness. So, and, and it revels yeah. in it, right? I feel better. You yeah. have to you yeah. have to embrace the badness. You have to be ready to watch a bad movie and understand it's bad. If you go in there with high expectations, you're done. Basically. So he's the muscles from Brussels. <laughs> John Claude is from from uh, from Belgium. Mm-hmm. He he does have a bit of an accent. This is one a of bit? his earlier roles. Mm-hmm. He's still learning. <laughs> But like this is like Arnold up there in terms of the t- not the type of accent, but in the how uh, deep it is. Oh. Nobody ever tried to pass Arnold off as an American named Frank Dukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't get much more American than that. Oh, just like in Street Fighter, he was supposed to be like the most American guile. Yeah, guile. guile. It should have, should have been Dolph Lundgren. I remember yeah, so. that he's like, I am guile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wait, you're what? Uh, this movie's got 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Generous. 6.8 on IMDb. <laughs> it cost $1.1 million to make. That's and, it? And made 11.8 at the box office. Wow. That's an incredible budget, I have to say. <laughs> wow. It does help that they didn't use any real actors in this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. They had old Lazy Eye Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's they in this did movie. Lazy Eye Whitaker. Yeah. 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 In the most throwaway role ever. Yeah, yeah. He did nothing. <laughs> He's like, I'm just here to capture this guy and bring him back to the States. But first, I'm going to watch this Kama Sutra off. <laughs> and really it's a bad it was, Chinese food. You wished it was a Kama Sutra Well, there was a whole scene with the lady. What's her name? Uh, what is her name? Forgettable 80s actress B. For, yes. Right? Yeah. With the permed hair and the eyes that were a little too far apart. <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> I forget her name. All I know is the first time we see her, she's in this Hong Kong bar talking to two guys that look like they're from Hong Kong. And she's like, I know you guys must be here for the Kumite. And they're like, whoa, this is, uh, kind of got racist here. Uh, this, movie, this movie is very, very racist in, yes, in, in, yes, in, it is. in uh, portions. So here's what I love about Bloodsport. So I love this as a little kid because I love martial arts movies. I mean, I love – everyone Karate knows Kid. I love Karate Kid mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, but See, the, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Karate Kid is much better than Bloodsport. Um, but this one has... Uh, what did I love this as a kid? 
I love that it had Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds in it playing Ray Jackson, <laughs> who's the big guy yeah. that he plays Karate Champ with, and oh, they instantly yeah, become yeah, friends yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nerds! So he play, he's in Revenge of the Nerds, which you saw, right? Sure. Yeah, we saw it for <laughs> Was that a question? <laughs> no. Sure. He's the big yes. guy. So the best part about this movie, he plays this big, like, he's like my size, like 6'5", like plus 100 pounds. He's a big boy. And and his fighting style is basically like grabbing people and yeah. throwing them Scrappy. And like yes. bonking them on the head with his hand or something. Whatever he learned in the alley. Well, exactly. <laughs> so um, so tell me, what did, what did you like about it? Other than laughing at their terrible accents and the acting like I was talking about earlier. Why did did they cast the the young Frank Frank Dukes after John Claude? I assume they had to. Because otherwise they'd be like, Why is that American kid suddenly have an accent as an adult? So they were like, We have to give him an accent when he's younger. So he's like, I want you to teach me. I want you to teach me the the ways and I was just like, What is what is wrong with this? <laughs> the kid? ways of the Kama Sutra. He's <laughs> <laughs> too young for this. <laughs> the, that's exactly so. Th- and the guy's like, "Hold on, kid. Let me blindfold you first. <laughs> <laughs> let me just stretch you apart for a little bit. Yeah, it won't hurt. Promise. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the, the beginning. The safe word is blood sport. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Was that an anal sex joke? <laughs> what are you talking about? No. What are you talking? Wow, to? Justin. It is now. You were just talking about the Kama Sutra off, and then you talked about. Bloods? What? No. Okay. I was saying. Okay. I leaned over to you at one point, and I was like, "This feels like Fifty Shades of Grey, but like not, and somehow more homoerotic and weird." Oh, because there's there's some training scenes in this movie. Yes, during that's when I said that I was like, "Ooh, what's happening?" You know, there was a lot of groaning, a lot of male grunting. Yeah. He's like, work through it. Frank Dukes, the the, the character, the character of Frank Dukes uh, at the beginning of this movie when he's getting trained is all about pain and getting hurt and getting hit with a stick. There's a scene where he's very masochistic. Yeah, he's he gets, a total he, masochist. He gets hit. But did you guys who know? So his his mentor in this movie is played by uh, Lao Che from Temple of Doom. Nice try, Lao Che. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that, Chrissy? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Temple of Doom? Yes. Indiana Jones. Indy. <laughs> I rode oh, the ride Dr. at Dr. Jones. That's <laughs> my it's my favorite indie movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> High five. <laughs> God, Chrissy. What else, Chrissy? What else do you remember about this movie? I remember when they finally were getting to the big is it Kumite? It's Kumite. Okay, Kumite. 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 Kumasutra. What's looks the like name of the guy that they were um, cheering for? The really bad guy who kept killing people. Oh, you're talking about Chung Li? Chung, yeah, because I was thinking of Chun Li. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Chun Li, man, you look different. And <laughs> He had some nice uh, pecs. Yes, well. Oh, yeah. He had like, uh, what's the, the fat guy in uh, Punch-Out? Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? <laughs> <laughs> what's that guy's name? The, the guy that's going... You're on your own, Justin. No, <laughs> he's gone out on a long. The big fat guy. I know, but your impression made me think more out. of like Donkey Kong. What was that? Do you guys? Did you guys play Punch Out as a kid? Yeah, probably. Very briefly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, you're on your own. You here. 
play this as a kid, Justin? <laughs> yes, I love Mike Tyson's punch out. Clearly, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. I played Karate Champ, the the game that they played in the arcade as a kid as well. All right then. On eight uh, bit uh, NES. Wow. So you're like fifty, right? <laughs> I'm definitely. Am I the oldest one on the couch? <laughs> Might be. FYI. Oh no! How did this happen? Hey guys, remember eight tracks? <laughs> <laughs> guys. Atari. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Good for you. Um, no, so crazy thing about this movie is Kumite is supposed to be like this secret underground tournament, but everyone knows about it. Everyone knows about it and talks about it all the time. It's a highly attended event as well. By a, a fairly big crowd. A random array of, yeah. of cr- like <laughs> just like random people there. So it's like Fight Club, but everybody knows about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was like people like dressed in like business suits. Yeah. Uh, that one yeah. girl with the eyes too far apart was dripping in diamonds. Like she had, she was like diamonded out. Not the not the girl you had sex with. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. On the like the, she came the looking, first date. Basically. She came looking like poor man's Vanna White. She was like, "Here I am, <laughs> ready to turn some letters." And then she like sat down and watched. She was very intent about finding out as much she could about. She Kukumite. was a serious journalist, Justin. She went to bed with him like that. Like it was really quick. She was a hundred percent sleeping her way into the Kumite. A little bit. <laughs> well, she, well, she, I mean, let's face facts. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. We haven't gone there, but I mean, Van Dam at this time had a super baby face, and he. He was kind of, I said to you. He, you know, he wasn't an ugly dude. No, he was cute. Yeah. And I looked at pictures yeah. of him as an adult, well, you know, older adult. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. many, He's age. quite grizzled now. <laughs> Too many Kama Sutras. <laughs> but speaking of his baby face, I want to know your opinion as a lady. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the baby buns that were going on there? Those oh, yeah, that, 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 glorious that shot where he's pulling shot. up his speedo jokes. <laughs> Justin, do you think maybe we could just like put it on for like a second, so I could get a second view, better view, close up view, on pause? Okay, I'm done. You, you mean this isn't like your screensaver on your phone at the moment? Like, <laughs> I think she actually looked away during that scene and I had to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's turn this yeah. back a little you bit. Don't, you don't want to miss this. <laughs> Chrissy, wake up. He had like some like ba- like briefs. He was like pulling up briefs over his... The, the tiniest pe- briefs. Peach. <laughs> like peach butt. Orbs. 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 He did it very slowly too. Like he actually like yeah. pulled it up and then he pulled it down a little bit and he pulled it up. So that's what we were saying. We are like, he had to have had them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, all right, ready? <laughs> Action. He would have been standing there with his ass out for like five minutes. I bet you anything the doctor's like, action. No, slow down. Slow down. Oh, no. Do it slow. Just take it down a little more and then take it back. Are you serious? No down, baby. No one had to say, like, he. Can you imagine being directed in that scene? You're just like, oh, oh okay. Like, Jean-Claude, we're going to need to do another 30 or 40 shots of that. Just just to get it from all of the angles. We're going to change angles. Again and again and again. <laughs> I, he he seems like a guy who was in love with his butt. So oh, they're probably like, okay, we get it, Jean-Claude. You have a nice ass. No, he finished that scene. He was like, do you need more of me doing the splits? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shot wasn't even in the story, but I'm going to put my pants down now. I cook, I cook eggs. I do splits. Yeah. I go so beyond 180. <laughs> he does seven splits in this movie. Seven? seven yeah. Seven. Oh, wow. wow. And that's, I mean, that's, each more painful than the last. That seems uh, excessive. <laughs> I basically want to meet him at a party back in the day and be like, do it. Do the splits. Do it now. And then he's like, okay. Then he just like goes and does it. Well, a couple years ago, he had a famous uh, commercial he was in. Oh, yeah. Volvo? He did. Was it Volvo? Volvo, Volvo trucks. trucks. Yeah. yeah. Two semis. 
He was on the top of two semis oh, doing a split. Yeah. Doing a split between the two semis. I think so I remember that. He basically starts off this. He's standing upright yeah. and the trucks yeah. move apart. Yeah, no, no CGI. Split. There's a docu- documentary about the making it's of it. It's pretty crazy. I'm pretty sure that my girl Enya is playing as well. The, it's Enya, yeah. The song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That song. <laughs> what song was Sorry, that? No, 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 I need yeah. a bit. Sorry, no, a bit I know who Enya is, but what song was that? <laughs> that song. I need the next bit. I just need to fill it out of it. <laughs> we it's, can keep going for another couple of minutes. Fill the phrase, Justin. Yeah. Fill the phrase. <laughs> I just remember thinking like, this is not the song I would have picked for this, but <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess it works. Yeah. They wanted something zen for his ginormous uh, split between the trucks. You mean ginormous talent? Ginormous talents. Yes. Speaking of ginormous talents. <laughs> oh no. Another thing that I really appreciate as a kid is his his one of his signature moves, especially in this movie, is do the split, punch people in the balls. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you're fighting against your little brother or your cousin and it's no holes barred kumite in your living room, that's what you go to. Was that your go to move? Yeah. Finish people off. Actually that I'm I'm sure that was other people's go to move because <laughs> I'm so tall. Yeah, they don't really even have to they just need to bend down a little bit. That would work really well if you were on roller skates. Oh. Because like, then you could like roll into the position. You're like, whoop, and then you do it, and then you keep going, and then they can't come get you. People used to limbo under me and just do that accidentally. So, because <laughs> I have <laughs> so tall. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Chrissy, how would how, how would you do in Kumite? What if those, like, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys know about this. So, there's been a couple Bloodsport sequels, uh, neither of which, I think there was, there was definitely two and three, which I remember. I think there was a four, too. He wasn't in any of these, but just this year, um, there came out a. It's called Lady Blood Fight. It's Lady Bloodsport. Wow! And you're asking how Ooh. I would do in Chick the Kumite. Kumite. Chick Kumite. Chick Kumite. Suffice it, it to say, it, I star- was- it stars this like really pretty blonde chick, and she's just like, "I'm here for Kumite," and they're like, <laughs> "What the fuck? What? Who? Barbie? They usually they actually call her. Is Barbie. it a fighter? Oh, Is it like Ronda Rousey? Uh, no, it's like some some girl I don't even know. You would think Ronda Rousey would be Ronda Rousey, Gina Carano. There are so many kick-ass ladies out there. There are. Yeah, you could you could absolutely do that movie. But yeah, yeah. How would you do in uh, Lady Lady Kumite, Chris? Suffice it to say, I would do better at the Lady Kuma Sutra off. <laughs> <laughs> I, this would not be. You keep coming back to this. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. Damn it. We have Bradley and Dan here now on our they, couch. Now, now, now they think very poorly of me. <laughs> but but suffice it to say, I would not do well. This would this would be bad. I I would well if I had nails I might scratch somebody really badly. Put but your that's about it. On. That's about all I would do. I'm not a fighter. I would run. Would you get past the entrance like you've got the entrance part where you've got to break the brick, you know, do the, the no, dim mark? I would break my hand. That looked painful. Yeah. Yeah, I'd break my hand first. And then be like, ow. But, but I could, you wouldn't even find it. Like you have to go like through the side streets, all the like underground. I'd be like the journalist chick. I'd be like in the the, uh, the stands taking notes, surreptitiously recording into my recorder off to the side. Nobody notices. Like that would be me. That, that, <laughs> I wouldn't be in the ring. This movie and Big Trouble in Little China both star some super hot chicks that are journalists that just want to learn about, you know. Do you remember Big Trouble in Little China? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Justin, how would you do in the Kumite? I would not do very well. <laughs> how would you do in the Kama Sutra? <laughs> very well. Chris, how would Chrissy. he do in the... <laughs> well... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like they, they had some big guys in this... 
but I just think I'm just not fast enough. I don't know. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah. I can't fight for shit. <laughs> Fuzzy? I don't have a killer instinct at all, man. I, really? I, I would like lay down and like show them my belly to like show that I'm, I'm not a threat. Just like, <laughs> See, look, yeah. I'm in the passive position. Yeah. Like Dobby's. a turtle. Yeah, like yeah. a turtle. Just lie down. And like, yeah. I would just present. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that's Kama Sutra. <laughs> What would you be your signature move then, Josh? Running around the ring, like running away from everyone. You're not fast, though, you just said. Well, no, here, I would stay on the edge and be like, hey, come get me. And then I would do like a Seagal move where they come at me. I'll just like push push them out of the ring. Because if you push them out of the circle, you win. So I'm not going to knock out anybody or anything. I would attach myself to their leg. What? Because well, I'm little, <laughs> and so and I'm quick, so I could be like, Zhoom! and then like attach myself to the thing. They're like, get get the fuck off, and I'd be like, no. And We're I still talking about attached. Kumite, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm just clarifying which event this is. <laughs> Touche. Because that is a move yeah. I am unfamiliar with. <laughs> <laughs> it would be called Chrissy doesn't want to get dead. That's about it. Okay. Well, there's also a black guy in the Kumite who jumps around and like knocks coconuts yeah. off trees and he stuff. He was a monkey fighter. Yeah. He was like, well, first of all, it was very racist. That whole depiction of him. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. God. I have no words. Second of all, though, he did remind me a little bit of Blanca from Street Fighter. I was like, yeah. this is like Street Fighter again. Well, they took, they, they definitely took, uh, a moral com- a lot of Mortal Kombat from, mm. from uh, movies like I this. I didn't hear anybody say finish him. No. No. That's in the Kama Sutra off. <laughs> Zing! Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's joined in. <laughs> that was a good one. That was hey, good. Were, you guys, uh, were you guys Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat fans yeah. when you were younger? Yeah. yeah I, sure. I, I, I was more of a Tekken guy. Like, I was never good at the arcade stuff. Uh-huh. But I moved into Tekken. Tekken was my, my jam. Did you, were you uh, arcade Tekken or PlayStation? Uh, uh, both. Tekken? But uh, like Yoshimaru, I was, I was out there. I was, I was up with the good guys. Yeah. So. PlayStation for me. Tekken. Yeah. 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 We're we're Street Fighter Two fans. S N E S. Yeah, yeah. S N E S. Yes. I'd always played at the fish and chip shop. There was always like a like a, a Street Fighter machine when you go get your fish and chips. It oh, was yeah, yeah checking twenty cents and where you go. It was great. Could you be any more New Zealander right now? <laughs> <laughs> fish and chip shop. Do you go, do you would you do that thing where you would uh you would have the the person that that was in the one player slot and if they won. You'd have the like, yes. quarters the, the, lined yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. Like, hey, it's me. And then uh, if the guy won, dude, that, that was big as a kid. That you're was like, big, yeah. that's like That's like the playground, but like with arcades. You're like, yeah, yeah there are rules off. here. There are rules here. <laughs> Everyone knew which coin that. there was in. This is well. the, 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 the Kama Sutra off of arcade. <laughs> like, now it's getting awkward. <laughs> it's going to get more awkward, Chrissy. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> Uh, so some other trademarks of uh, JCVD that he shows off in this movie is he's very good at 360 degree uh, kicks to the face, mm-hmm. super True. fine kicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got a very high kick on him. He does. Mm-hmm. He could be a rocket. He, he could <laughs> totally be a rocket. So he's got the splits. He's got the bo- the punch to the balls. He's got the super flying thir- 360 degree kicks, and uh, he's got a super baby face. Um, he doesn't, like the to, total package. doesn't like to wear a shirt. Made even yeah. more baby face by the comb over he has. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarter part. <laughs> True. Oh, man. Um, so I got a couple trivia. So you want to listen to this? Okay. So IMDb. This, this is trivia. So you were talking about how this was touted as a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, um, that's bullshit. So <gasps> I feel lied to. So uh, apparently Frank Dukes the, allegedly made all, all this stuff up. The, the secret tournament, Kumite, 
Um, he's the only one that can co- collaborate. His and corroborate, the, corroborate. corroborate. Yes. Um. So one yeah, it, it's 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 bullshit. It's like Fargo. You remember Wait the beat of Fargo? They're so like, he, this is all true. He wrote a, a, an article for a karate magazine or a, a martial arts magazine <laughs> and claimed he had won this tournament, uh, the secret <laughs> tournament in Hong Kong, in his and brain, and he'd won like five hundred fights while being a secret operative for the CIA. So this was this was his story. No one else can know, knows what's going on. Everyone tried to find out whether or not this thing actually exists, and they don't think it did. So that's so genius, this, though. This, <laughs> so this now exists anyone. as a result of this movie, and now it's a popular thing that people do. The kumite. I don't know. No, it, it it didn't just sprung up because of this movie. So then it it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't all. exist at all. Wait, movie. we were talking about this earlier about how like it's a popular thing, but it's a secret thing, but people go. We're talking about the movie, not we're real talking life. talking about real life? <laughs> no, we're talking... This is a movie podcast, Chrissy. You're Unf- really confused. Unfortunately, sometimes Whoops. movies lie to us. <laughs> Damn you, John claude No, I thought that it was a real life thing that we were talking about. Never mind. It's good. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, even, even after this movie was filmed, the movie was almost never released, but Jean-Claude Van Damme helped edit the film so that it could be... <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can tell. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they they filmed this this movie and the so this is a Canon film. So Canon was a notorious production company back in the 80s who would spend little to nothing on movies and then put them out there really quick after they shot them uh to see if they could make money. Uh one notorious one is they did Superman 4: The Quest for Peace. I've heard of this. Which is the worst like by <laughs> yeah. far. Oh, yeah. Like the worst Superman ever <laughs> until BVS. Uh until BBS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Uh, they did uh, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh uh, one, one of my favorites. But they did this one and they, they filmed it and then they looked at it and they're like, oh, this movie sucks. Like, or the, the, the heads of canon. And so they went back and edited it, went, you know, tooled with it. And then uh, I guess John Claw got in the editing room. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine him in the editing room? That's one thing that John Claude and Steven Seagal have in common is they have ginormous egos, mm-hmm. and so yes. uh, having him in the editing room apparently helped it, and they put it out, and it was a uh, uh, you know a relative success. Just can't even imagine like who's in editing bay for today, John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> <laughs> you know. He's he's on the bun scene again. <laughs> <laughs> more buns, put in more buns and splits. We need reshoots. <laughs> Let's speed her. <laughs> uh, Van Damme was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award for Worst oh New Star, but he lost out to Ronald McDonald in Mac and Me. <laughs> have you seen Mac and Me? No. Oh, oh gosh. Wow, you should do Mac and Me. We have to do Mac no, and you Me. Should some... not do Mac and Me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you recommend this movie to another person, Chris? They were really drunk. Really drunk? Like, super drunk, yeah. Do you not like... Well, you, you're you not a big fan of Karate Kid. Do you? Is there any fighting movies you do like that you can think of? No. Are you just anti-violent? I am not fighting? a very violent person. I'm very much a flower child. I don't understand why people would hit each other for fun or for sport or for money. I really don't get it. Mm-hmm. I understand hitting each other for revenge. That's different. I'm into revenge movies and thrillers all day long. Ooh. But that's different because that's like... You took from me or my family, and now you're going to pay. Or you killed, like Rocky Four. you killed my friend, now I'm going to kill you. That I got. I was actually <laughs> yeah. kind of on board. But but these other things were just like, let's just punch each other in the face. Isn't it fun? Whee! I'm like, no. See, again, why you would like Kickboxer over Bloodsport. Mm. Revenge movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See? Right? See, now, I'm purpose. apparently on board with this. <laughs> Who knew? Um, But he... Uh, he... he 
like I said, so at the beginning of the movie, he's 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 raised by his mentor. His mentor's son dies. He has to take his place. It's honor and That's duty. That's how parenthood works. He leaves. He, he <laughs> One leaves. dies, you just take the other and they take the place of the son. <laughs> you just get a replacement in. That's fine. Just... Oh, well. You're <laughs> uh, trying so hard to solve this. Oh, crap. <laughs> what else? Anything else about Bloodsport we've missed, Chris? Nope, not at all. I think we're good. Are you glad he won in the end? Even though he's blinded by... What was that? He was. He got blind. And he's like, yeah, just like with his eyes open and feeling things out and had to use all that training. From his tea, tea making uh, training, <laughs> blindfolded tea training. You're right. Tea time. Chrissy, if I blindfolded you, if I blindfolded you and I, I, I sat at the dining room table, could you do all that that he did in this movie? I think that you would have been scalded by the tea. I would have brought it over and been like, whoops, sorry about that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no I spilled it all in your crotch oh. <laughs> definitely not because you've been torturing me for the past three months I mean I'm so sorry look at my and I'd be like look at my buns look at my buns split do a split I would love to see you attempt to split I would love it uh, alright what, what would be uh, your grade for blood sport Chris C minus C minus generously generously yeah guys I think that's probably about right. Yeah. C minus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. C minus. Perfect. I would say. Uh, I would say C plus. I knew you were going to go higher. Well, I, 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 I think it's good. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Turn that into a what? Is what? This is one of those nostalgia movies. Like I, I watched as a kid. This is a. This is a perfect movie for. Uh, you know, how old was I? Like eight or nine year old kid who who likes these fighting type movies and. Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds is in this movie, so and the fighting in this movie is is pretty flawless by comparison to a lot of other action movies. The the all of the guys that were doing all the fighting were actual like martial arts experts. You could tell, yeah, yeah, they that that was it. So they they came in and did a great job. That's true. So C plus uh, sidebar. What, what would you, Justin, rate uh, Kickboxer? Um, uh, I want some context. I. I like I like this movie a little bit more than Kickboxer, if only because I think I watched it more as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, okay. I probably probably they're about the same. They're about the same mm. to yeah, me. Yeah, cool. So both C pluses. Both C pluses. Yeah. So Bradley, you were mm. with the C minus rating. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, I concur okay. wholeheartedly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move on uh, before we get to our second movie. Yes. We got to take a little break. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I'm a little famished. You need more beer, clearly. I, I need more beer. Yeah, the tide's out. Yeah, uh, I'll get more beers for everybody. You, you describe <laughs> what's happening while I get more beers. Okay, Chrissy, you go get more beer. Uh, but, so we're, we're going to play a, a, a little segment that we like to call Mystery Snack Challenge. Where's my snack pack? You've got a banana. You don't need no snack pack. You know I like snack pack. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? I thought that was your snack pack. What are you talking about? Nothing. I'm glad mm. that glad that Bradley and, and Fuzzy are here for this. It is the sexiest podcast segment in the world. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it just happens like that. I don't know why. I don't know why. And uh, we, since since we were talking about blood sport this week, we thought it'd be cool uh, to do a little uh, <laughs> snack comma sutra off. <laughs> no snack kumate 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 kumate. So you, so you guys brought a snack from Australia, yes. correct? Yes. And uh, so I have a snack that was sent to us from our buddy Ashley from the Rabbit 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 Ears TV podcast. 
She's sleep. She's sitting it all the way from North Carolina in yeah, this box this. here. Uh, we'll do this one first. So we're going to play a little snack kumite. Put these snacks against each other in a, in a snack battle royale uh, to see who would, who, who would win out if we put them in a ring to the death. Um, I'm the only one that knows about this one other than Ashley. Who, thank I'm you. a little bit Thanks, scared. Ashley. Thank you, Ashley, for sitting. Or, or maybe not thank you. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Either way, I thank her. That was nice of her Because you narrate. I'm going to open this up. It's it's very tightly packaged. Do you need some help? No. Okay. So Justin is opening his tightly wound package. <laughs> <laughs> that currently was between his legs. Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra. He's just <laughs> ripping at it now. He made a satisfying pop sound when he got to the end. Don't force it. Yeah. <laughs> Clockwise. <laughs> okay, I've been really excited about this. So this is a, this is something that came out in the news like a, a month ago that they're now selling in Walmarts on the East Coast. Because are you ready for this? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard of this before. This is called Tropicals. These are fruit punch flavored pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. You guys are in America now, yeah. and this is the kind of snacks we eat. It's tropicals. Full disclosure, that looks fucking gross. <laughs> America! Welcome to Mystery Snack Challenge. I think you're in East Coast right now, because I'm like, that's terrible. All right, so I got, so you, you <laughs> hand me, I got a couple plates for this. If you guys want to hand me your plate, yep. and I'll put a couple yeah. of these on there. Oh, man. Wait, I need to read the ingredients. No, no, no. Here, I, gotta... I do appreciate the pun on the snack <laughs> challenge here, by the way. Yeah, that, yeah. That, oh, my. <laughs> they are bright red and and also green. It looks like pickles that have been dipped in Kool Aid. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it, oh, man. Oh I actually think that's it. Yeah. Who wants a red rocket? Me, please. <laughs> red rocket. Red rocket. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that's an intense. It stings the nostrils. I'm so glad I, I, can't I thought smell. it was going to smell like fruit punch, but it definitely still <laughs> smells like pickles. <laughs> Why is it it's all like? Flaky. Oh my gosh, guys. Oh I don't gosh. know about this. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, first of all, how's it take the big one? It, so like... We're all going to die. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we should all eat it at once and we can right. give our thoughts. Here we go. Chrissy? I'm wearing Jamming white in jeans for God's well, sake. Well, don't drip it on your white jeans. Here. Right. Ready? Here we go. Let's do this. Right. Tropical. One, two, three. In. Let's get tropical. <laughs> oh my God. That is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> It tastes oh, yeah. exactly as I predicted. It is a pickle dipped in Kool-Aid. Oh, my God. Wow. The aftertaste is the worst part. I can't. came up with this idea. Ashley. <laughs> we blame you, Ashley, not, for this. I'm not sure she came up with the brand of Tropical. Maybe she did. <laughs> blame Walmart, guys. It has Actually, Walmart I, I should read the label before yeah, I start is, bagging what is, around. What does the label say? Walmart. That's all it says? Walmart. Ugh. Guys, it, oh. I, so this was like in the like it, this is one of those things that went viral where they're like, "Who thought of this and why?" And I was like, "I've got to taste that because that is crazy." It's the worst thing in the oh. world. <laughs> All right, here's what it says: Great value. That's not even good really drunk food. I don't no. know who would eat that. Chop pickles, yeah. uh, fruit punch flavored pickles, fresh pack, and then you turn it over, and it's the ingredients: oh. are cucumbers, obviously, high fructose it's corn syrup. It's not better the second time around. Nope. Water, vinegar, salt, natural flavors, calcium chloride, which is the firming agent, sodium benzoate, and red 40. Serenity now. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. That doesn't make sense. Hey, oh, like, oh guys, right. we can ask for our money back. 
There's a thing on the back. <laughs> it says, return the package for replacement or your money back. And there's a phone number. Uh, Ashley? <laughs> you'd like to get your money back. Uh, Ashley is so mean. It's it's like, send this back to you. It's like they've gone with the saltiness of the pickle and then they've just put like jello on the top and just gone, yeah, that'll be fine. Did you smell oh the, Did God. you smell it inside? No. Smell the the Sticky nose in and see open the it. open the top. No, no, it's even worse. Why, why are you doing this to me? Why? I already tasted it. I already tasted your pickle no, and it no, was no, awful. No, smell, just smell. It was worse. Oh, oh God! <laughs> this is a, this is officially the grossest mystery stack we've had uh, yet. Yeah, this oh segment's normally kind of sensual. <laughs> this is not sensual at all. This, this feels forced. <laughs> I would eat. Your, I would eat your fudge twenty times before I would eat, eat any more of the That's tropicals. Something. Uh, this is a bad Kama Sutra off. Touche, uh, Ashley. <laughs> wow, Ooh, what an entrance! I cannot believe that. Yeah, we, that's we weren't that cruel to you. <laughs> that Maybe is, for the kids. I wonder if the, if this is like, maybe it's one of those kid things, you know, where you're oh, like, "There's no way." And no, or, or, well, you never know. Kids okay, like, oh, I hope shit. you guys brought something for snack kumite that's gonna wash oh, much nicer than wash that. Wash, I absolutely guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. What, what do you guys got from 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 down under? Well, it was hard to pick, so we we brought a like a smorgasbord of stuff. We narrowed it down to two, so we thought maybe we can like just. Double decker them together. All okay, right. I'm all about double deckering. So we've got a, a Australian staple, <laughs> Tim, Tim Tam, but it's a special flavor. Ooh, salted caramel Shut and up. vanilla. You guys have Tim my Tams, and, uh, <laughs> and we we've picked this one because uh, the MGT uh, Chris Braden thought this was funny because it's so uh, thoughtfully named. <laughs> Read it out loud. You get honey log. Yeah. You get honey log. Yeah, it's very uh, creative, is it not? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> they kind of they kind of called it what it is. <laughs> no surprises there. I'd say that the Tim Tams sound more gooder than the nougat honey log. Oh, I, I see what you did there. So, uh, yeah, I, I gotta I think, get. I think you should put a yeah a break break off a part of that and put it on a Tim Tam. Okay, I've never tried that. Is that a thing? Well, no, just for this segment. I have to tell you, I know that Tim Tams are good. One of my uh, close friends from college was Australian, and she used to smuggle them in. But you open the package, and it overwhelms you with the smell of sweetness. Yeah. So these are special ones done by, I think it's Messina. They're a... a, uh, Who are they? They they do all of the... Gelato. Mm. Um, so they do artisan gelatos. In, smell it. Uh, yeah, smell the package. Australia. It's like Oreos when you get like the specialty oh. Oreos. So every now and then they bring out weird uh, flavors of Tim Tams. Uh, sometimes it's like here. Mm, give me a twenty Tim Tam. I'm going to Tim yeah. Tam it up with the the nougat thingy. Don't get yeah. You got to double and double up. I got to say they are as as close to a sexual experience from a chocolate biscuit as oh, you can get. Mmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Do I have to double needs up? More, needs more tropical. You don't have to double up. Yeah, can, can't I relish my things one at a time? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a one at a time girl. Okay. <laughs> the Tim Tam is excellent. Yes. Okay. Bradley, I'm going to give you the tropicals and you can just take, <laughs> take, take them with you on your road trip and be like, everyone you come into contact with, tropical? Tropical? Yeah. tropical? I'm just going to throw them over the street, Molotov style. <laughs> I don't think they're allowed out of the country. They're not even allowed on the West Coast. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I mean, uh, oh my God. And how's the, how's the nougat log for you there? The nougat kind of hurts my teeth a little bit. It's love. It's, it's good. Love. Is that marshmallow in there? No, no, no. It's something. What is the white hook? That's what, all the, what is the, the, the white the, stuff, that's Justin? That's the nougat. That's the nougat. I don't know. Put the white stuff in your mouth and find out. 
I'm going to go back to the Tim Tam. stop. <laughs> Don't so say that. Tip for the Tim Tams. Chuck those in the freezer, and they get all nice and cold. And then when you're ready, just take one of those out. Just Yes. Yeah, pop that it. sounds awesome. Or the other the other trick is you uh, you bite off either end of the – just a little bit of either end of the Tim Tam. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you, you can like, you drink coffee. Drink coffee it. through it. So you, you use it like a straw to, to up. suck up coffee. <laughs> and you just get all this caramel and chocolate in your mouth with the I coffee. I couldn't be more on board with that. That sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome. It's like melts in your mouth. and yeah. Wait a minute. But how do you do it? It's not like a Twizzler where it like becomes a straw if you do it. So how do you do it with the Tim Tam? So like you've done it well, then. If you bite either end and then the, cof- the, the heat of the coffee kind oh, of dissolves. Solves the, the okay, inside. So you yeah. you yeah. This is really complicated. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's it's this you have technique. To suck it through the biscuit. It like absorbs through the biscuit and then into your mouth. Hashtag Kama Sutra. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, say that again. <laughs> That's exactly how you're supposed to eat the tropical. I just read that we re- we ate it wrong. So, so put a put a straw in the tropical and then. Oh, there is no way that any of that is getting near my mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> You and me both, friends. Nope. We're going to use it as punishment uh, for visiting guests or our kids. Uh, you could just some... mystery snack challenge and just keep bringing them out We're until totally they're all gone. We're totally going to torture our five-year-old in the morning <laughs> just and give her a the shot label. of this. <laughs> They never go bad. I don't even think there's a date on there. That's how, that's how gross they are. Huh? It's right there near your thumb. Yeah, these Where? are tropicals. They're uh, tropicals. Yeah. <laughs> Best if you... I think they have six. a half-life of about 30,000 years. <laughs> six, six, 19. So we got a couple of years to... There are now three things that will survive the nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> Cockroaches, Twinkies, and tropicals. The tropicals, wow. tropicals are making my nose run. <laughs> can, you, can you have any Kleenex? <laughs> Guys, I, so I would give the tropicals an F. Uh, I love Tim Tams. Those are like... That's definitely like an A A A minus. Uh, yep. The nougat one's more like a B plus, but it is good. Yeah. I mean, any you could have given me anything after the tropicals, <laughs> and I would be like, oh, I was. We I were living this. We were immediately assured of victory the moment you <laughs> yeah. opened that jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who spiked the puns? You win. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Wait a second. If Tropicals walks in the ring, like nobody wants to smell them, and it's like people like back up. This is right up there with the bulimic army. Like, what? Remember our bulimic army thing? <laughs> How dare you, Chrissy? That's not. We PC. once had. A th- well, I had a theory. I can't say you had it too. We had. A th- I had. A <laughs> I'm going to puke these tropicals on your face. That like a great army would be an army of bulimics because when they walk onto the front lines, they're just puking on people, and then what do you do? As the other side, you're like, oh my god, and then you can't function because you've been puked on. That sounds Retreat. gross. This is a. <laughs> Very complex theory that you developed. Here. Oh, I remember that came up uh, when we were talking about Temple of Doom because we were talking about <laughs> yeah. the the scene, the the um, the the bridge scene at the end, yeah, oh, yeah. where he was caught in the middle and they're coming yeah. from both sides. Strong and Chris bridge. is like, "I would just puked." Just puked on him. <laughs> he just blew him army. I was like, "Well, you can't really like projectile that much, can you?" I wouldn't know. No, I would assume. You need to think about this more. Okay. Jar of you know what they need? Tropicals. Yes. <laughs> 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 just... Kalima. Kalima. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What if he reached in his chest and pulled out tropicals? <laughs> Mmm, <laughs> chill tropicals. <laughs> so, so basically, we're here to, to tell everyone who might be on the East Coast and near a Walmart: do not pick up tropicals. Do Please. not. Do not Jesus do it. Christ, don't do it ever. Is this only popular on the East Coast? 
No, it's only sold on the East Coast. Well, it's not yeah, popular, it's not popular anyway. anyway. <laughs> no, like I said, literally, like a month ago, they're like, hey, there's this new thing at Walmart. You won't believe what it is. Tropicals. And I'm like, that sounds gross. Yeah. Is it gross? Yes. Yes. It is gross. <laughs> yes. Super gross. Yeah, we, we've crunched the numbers. <laughs> and the big the results are in. <laughs> they, prob- the- they probably tracked it. They probably like, Wait. Someone bought some tropicals. They like <laughs> followed Ashley to her house. They're like, oh, she's sitting in California. This is a hit. <laughs> Super hit. It's spreading. <laughs> it's not gonna. I yeah. It, I'm surprised if it's Ugh. it's out uh, later this look year. Detestable. Like they're red, and they're red. But it doesn't even. That's, that's really the gross. problem. It doesn't even taste like tropical. It looks like a. A sour, like, like tropical punch. Like. I'm going to take a picture of our plates. It tastes like exactly it. both of those things, and neither of them should go together. <laughs> pickles are delicious. I love pickles. I'm a big pickle guy. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it tastes like a living nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't really look good bad. on camera either. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> oh, well. Ashley of so cruel. <laughs> you lost snack kumite for us, Ashley. No. <laughs> no. Still have our heart, though. But I mean, they did come in with chocolate, so well, you know. Chrissy's still eating her Tim Tams. I'm good. <laughs> She's happy. <laughs> Chrissy, should we talk about the the second movie? Now that I'm happy with chocolate, sure, let's do that. Okay, so so <laughs> the second movie is uh, from 1992. It's called Under Siege. It was the final voyage of America's mightiest battleship. What's on this helicopter? This little sweetheart. Miss July 89. God, I love this business. I love you. The party was wild. Love you again. They really knocked them dead. Imagine this arsenal of tactical nuclear weapons falling into the wrong hands. The Pentagon never did. Four minutes ahead of schedule. Damn, I'm good. Now, a team of terrorists have taken over. Wake up the president. But there's just one thing they didn't count on. The cook. Are you like some special forces guy or something? No, I'm just a cook. Oh my God, we're going to die. This is not the work of a cook. I want you to coordinate your efforts with us. Yes, sir. I see that you completely disobeyed my orders. Roger that. Ryback is an ex-seal. Expert in martial arts. Explosives. Stand back! Weapons and tactics. I also cook. The Nimitz is tracking two tomahawks just launched from the Missouri. Where are they headed? Honolulu. Happy trails. Steven Seagal. I know you, don't I? Tommy Lee Jones. Been a long time. Under Siege. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called. You remember that? Now I do. Chrissy just watched like 75% of that movie today. He's already forgotten it. No, I remember the movie. I just remember the title. It's like, Heist? Something about a siege? What's it called? Uh, so the logline for this is a Navy cook is the only person who can stop a group of terrorists when they seize control of a U.S. battleship. There you go. Before we go any further, yes. I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room. There's, there's an elephant in the room? Yeah. What if he will eat these tropicals? 
Nope. No. Nope. Oh, damn I'm it! Still smell them. I'm still trying to. <laughs> I'm, so I'm, just, I'm just gonna try to get, give these things away. I wish we had like a podcast PA to like clear them away. So you wouldn't have to look at them anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna go get your your mom's here. I'll go. I'll go upstairs and give her those. My mom is asleep in her room. She helps us with the kids and everything. But I'm like, no, she does not need to come down here and handle the tropicals. It's okay. <laughs> There's got to be someone that will love these things. Okay, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Justin's dad. Bears oh, a God. striking resemblance <laughs> to Steven Seagal, and over the years has been asked at multiple interludes of his life, "Are you Steven Seagal? Are you Steven Seagal?" <laughs> so we watched this, and like five minutes, and he's like, "Look, it's Monty Winters," and we're looking, we're like, "Hey, let's as a joke." As a kid, I got this all the time. So much so that it became super annoying. Like, hey, your dad, he looks like Steven Seagal. Is, is your dad Steven Seagal? Obviously, my dad's not Steven Seagal. Uh, so much so that when I was around the time this movie came out, which is when I think Steven Seagal kind of exploded. Like, he had a few movies before this. But mm-hmm. what was funny about them is they were all the same movie, basically. Yeah. Basically. It was like... Yeah. Uh, Alfred Justice, hard to kill. Yeah, on deadly, on deadly ground, no, fire down no, below. No, on deadly ground was, was kind of different. Yeah. Yeah. He had like, I think it was two or three before this, and they had this one. They're like, oh, this is totally different. They're like, oh, he's a star, blah blah blah. Anyway, at the height of his his uh, superpowers, superpowers, uh, we were at a Hard Rock Cafe, I think in Myrtle Beach, <laughs> South Carolina, <laughs> and it was really busy. And they're like, oh, the, the, I think the the person, the the hostess, was like, oh, you. You look like Steven Seagal. And he's like, I am Steven Seagal. He's there with his family. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. We got like VIP seating at the Hard Rock Casino. Did he have which- to judo chop someone just to get like, you know, <laughs> prove his credentials? They won't buy me. He just like pushed them down. <laughs> How old were you? I was like 12 years old. Oh, that's like super embarrassment time too because you're old enough to know better. Well, he was all about super embarrassment. We, we, we talked about <laughs> how he we used to take our whole family to Hooters and I was like... I like Hooters, but not going with my dad and like <laughs> my brother, little brother and sister and stuff. So, yeah. to be fair, uh, the Myrtle Beach uh, Hard Rock Cafe sounds like the kind of place that Steven Seagal would go. So, uh, <laughs> totally. I'm sure he's pretty. He's, he's right there, there right now, and just hanging out, yeah. just trying to get a table. Probably true. So Steven Seagal's six four. He's a huge dude with a ginormous melon, which oh, ginormous so- melons run in our family. I call him yes. Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Can I can I just interrupt here and give you his his IMDb bio line? Oh, oh which this, he probably wrote. This is I am guarantee you he wrote this. <laughs> it starts off like with like this: Steven Seagal is a striking and somewhat boyishly handsome. <laughs> wait for it. Often with a ponytail, action star. So he's actually put in here that he often has a ponytail. <laughs> boyishly handsome. Oh my god! Mm. So wait, was this written by he or was it written by someone of his sycophants? I have absolutely no idea who wrote this, but it is that is what is on IMDb. If it's you amazing. if you look it up right he now, he is pumpkinishly handsome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a boyish pumpkin. Yes, <laughs> striking and boyishly handsome. Uh, under siege, Chris. What did you, what did you think before we? <laughs> I always feel badly when you make me watch a movie through no fault of your own when I'm super tired because it could be anything and I'm like I don't care I'm not on board with this and, okay. I, was, and I was in that mood when you started this movie so the first 20 minutes I'm struggling to stay awake I'm just a hot mess and I'm like I hate it so then when today you were like hey how about you watch the rest of the movie I'm like fine <laughs> and then I put it on but I was pleasantly surprised <gasps> by how much more I liked it when I wasn't very cranky so there's that 
I will say though, but do you know why I liked it's it more? It's like but, a whole new world. But wait, a whole new world. But uh, do you know why I liked it more? Why? It wasn't because of Seagal. I actually can't stand Seagal. Okay. Because Gary Busey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. The Buse is loose. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Go on. I'm ashamed to admit that my knowledge of Gary Busey is limited to the movie Contact with Jodie Foster and uh, The Point Celebrity break. Apprentice. So that's, oh, that's no, it. No point Break? No? Oh, yeah. She's seen Point Break. I forgot about it, though. Point Break is, yeah. That's his That's, that's, that's in blasphemy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a blasphemic chick. But, <laughs> but, but the rest of, like, so watching him kind of come alive in this part, um, what was it, Commander Killian? No, Commander something. Killer? Krill. <laughs> Commander Krill. Krill. Commander Krill. Commander Krill. Commander King. Yeah. I, was, I was on the right track. Yes. Uh, honestly, he was my favorite person. I just wanted him to succeed. I didn't care what happened to anybody else. <laughs> down with Seagal, down with all the hostages. I'm just like, yes, go Busey. Um, but but it's the bad guy, Chris. I know, but he was so good. And and also, <laughs> you feel so sorry for him after whatever happened to him in real life with his accent, and then clearly he's not the same person he was. So it's kind of like going back and looking at you know how talented he used to be, and you know, anyway, I was really, really I was rooting for him. He is amazing. He, like you look at those movies, and he is he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we, Point Break for us, I know, is, is a big big movie. Oh. Something we grew up with as kids, and he's a for he's. Too. I pitch perfect that. in both of those movies. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree with you. Yes. <laughs> Go Gary the Buse. Gary like, Busey oh. was in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go and watch Pitch Perfect just in case. <laughs> Imagine, Imagine going to karaoke with with Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I would, I would kill for that opportunity. <laughs> so not only Gary Busey. So I'm on the same way with you. I, 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 I like Van Damme more than I like Seagal and, well, as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and now, uh, but this movie, which people freaking loved, uh, when I was like, so my, I don't know if you guys know, but my dad owned a video store when I was a kid and I used to know, I used to like see when like, you were like clerks, huh? You were like clerks, kind of like clerks, but yeah. very way younger. Fewer masturbation jokes. But <laughs> this is one of those movies that was all like the new, new release, uh, you know, aisle or something. It was always taken, always out. Like really? people would bring it back in, snap it up because they loved under siege and like when no it came surprise. out, I, I I wasn't able to watch it. But once I did, I was like, I gotta see this other see, see what everybody's talking about. And I was like, eh, it's okay. I was like, I love Gary Busey and Tommy Lee Jones. Those are the Me two too. main yeah, like best parts too. about this movie. Yeah, Steven Seagal, who if you look on the poster or or, or the the it was the the VHS box cover at the time, his face, his head. Is ninety percent of the poster? Oh yeah, he is in this movie. Pumpkinhead. Forty minutes of this movie. Can I see? Oh wow! Look, he he's so you've in, done the timing on it. Forty oh, minutes. Dear. Well, he's like he's he's you would. Th- I mean, this is not the, this is supposed to be Die Hard on a boat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. get the screen time that Bruce Willis does no. in Die Hard. <laughs> he's kind of like a almost like a secondary character. To quote himself, "I'm just a lowly cook." He says that at one point with a, a huge wink. By the way, he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I also cook. He's just, very, <laughs> he's just. Ex- I would have rather seen Ratatouille in the role. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Ratatouille—they could kick some ass. That That's a movie, wasn't it? <laughs> inspired choice. So, what do you, what do you guys think about Under Siege as a whole? Oh, I love this movie. Yeah, what? Yeah, this is like I was... in your face, Chrissy. Go on, Fuzzy. <laughs> 
I was a teenage boy when this movie came out, and like, it's just everything in this movie is awesome for teenage boys. So, okay. yeah, huge nostalgia boner for this movie. You don't look old enough for it to have come out when you were a teenage boy. I have my, I, I've got, you know, I'm strikingly <laughs> handsome with the boyishly charm. Justin, you're no longer the oldest on the couch. <laughs> He's got a Van Damme baby, sp- baby face. So, uh... He's got a Van Damme baby face. <laughs> Brown, a 40... Often without a ponytail. Yes, you were 40, 45. This year? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love you. Bradley's got jokes. Bradley, what do you think? Um, I'm indifferent. I think I, I like this more than Bloodsport. That's for sure. Okay, but I, I fucking hate Steven Seagal. I agree with you. I hate him yeah. with a passion. There's a lot of people that love I love Van Damme. Why? Van Damme is. I don't know. I can't. I don't get it. My mom and I both hate him. When I told her what I had to do today, she's like, oh, "He's a God. notorious douchebag." Yeah. Uh, he's, it, so in real life, he's a notorious douchebag. He's, he can't act either. <laughs> in the movies, he can't act. He's very extremely low energy. To yeah. the fact where you're like, he whispers too much. <laughs> whispers. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even care. By the way, if it was a writing choice or a directing choice, but maybe it's just him because I can't stand him. But he's so just fucking patronizing and misogynistic. Yeah. Yeah. He's that, a, yeah. Oh, like. I just can't a stand dick him. to the playmate yeah. girl. What's her Total name? Jordan. Dick. Oh my! She doesn't God. have a name. Chrissy. Her name is Jordan. July eighty nine. <laughs> Miss July. They talk her Miss July eighty nine. Which by the way, July- which by the way, <laughs> she was actually Miss July eighty nine in Playboy. Erica Leniak. Oh really? From uh, Baywatch. Oh, how funny! Yeah. Yeah, he like literally lifts her up and put her puts her on top of what I can only describe as like a washing machine, and then is like. <laughs> Hey, little girl, I'm going to tell you how this is. And I'm like... <laughs> is, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back it up. Is that your Steven Seagal impression? No. <laughs> Can no, we do your not. Steven Seagal impression, Chrissy? I don't have one. Do it. Do have, it. No, you can't ask me to do something that I don't have. Just try it. I don't have one. Bradley, Dan, you got a Steven Seagal impression? You whisper? <laughs> I'm only good. I can do it on uh, Steven Seagal and on Deadly Ground when he's playing slap oh, yeah, hands yeah. with that douchebag Mike Star. Yeah, <laughs> slap my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're a big man with big balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. Big Man with big balls. <laughs> slap my hands. There we go. <laughs> it's the dumbest action scene of all time. Sorry to segue. But that was <laughs> a bad imitation. That was pretty. So good. not a good actor. Both of you guys are are musicians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve Seagal, also a, a, <laughs> no. a, a famed musician, a blues I, musician. I, I watched a, a YouTube clip of him the other day, like showing off his guitar collection because he, he collects, you know, million dollar guitars. He's got all the money in the world. Yeah. And it, it, it does like all these articles. And then it's like, it just goes to show him about to play. He never plays <laughs> because he can't play guitar. But there is wow. the music video out on the, uh, the internet now. What is it? Um, Something Punani. Is something about Punani? <laughs> he has a song. <laughs> he has a song about Punani? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he has like, a song called... Uh, I'm going to look it up. It? It's Want to Touch Me, uh, sh- See the Punani. Have you heard... But like have that. you listened to his music? He, yes. Oh, it is. We listened to that song last week. <laughs> oh, Brado showed us. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a... Be- I think he's a better musician than he is an actor. Someone, 100%. Someone needs to get him and Corey Feldman together and put on a concert. And he could be part of Corey's Angels. Amazing. <gasps> <gasps> He'd be the head angel. He would, not, he would not share a stage with Corey Feldman. No, he would Jesus. Not. Yeah, let's let's not besmirch Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> right. I also think he's a better energy drink salesman than uh, than, than he is an actor. He's oh. got he a, sells his own line of energy drinks. It's true. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, 
Which is funny because he has no energy no. himself. No. He needs to drink lots of his own energy drink. According to the uh, the website, though, he drinks four of those a day so to maintain his energy levels. You mean it to awaken <laughs> and walk from his hibernation? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, nowadays he's uh, he, he uh, is a, a Russian operative almost. He's always yeah, in Russia. Yeah. He's buddy buddy with. Oh, he's a Putin. citizen now, isn't he? He's a Russian citizen. Yes. Yeah, Good. they gave they can him citizenship. Him. He's let them keep he's him. Blo- he's like super puffy and blown up. Goddamn cummies. And now his <laughs> hair is like either fake or like jet black. With yeah. Like, yeah. With the jet that black goatee. goatee. <laughs> he's got the little goatee that, that, going on? that yeah. went out in the 80s, like when he was popular. <laughs> so. I don't know. He's a raging cocky narcissist. So yes. I pretend to know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, Chrissy. Thank yeah. you. Did you just download some albums on, on, on your I'm phone? Trying, I don't have reception. <laughs> <laughs> your Wait, Justin, Lucky for you. Going back now, that we've established that he's a raging cocky narcissist. Yeah. When you guys were at the Hard Rock Myrtle Beach, and your dad was like, "Why, well, yes, I am, Steven Seagal." No, Did he like, then? He's like. I would like one of your your finest tables, like very low energy. <laughs> then did he get to the table and he's like, "Fuck everybody! I want this, I want this, and I want it for free right now." Like, did he try to be a douchebag to fit the role? And sexually no, he just the no, he just did the he just did the, hands. He, just, he just did his trademark move of he goes up to someone and like grabs their arm and then like pushes them down really quick. Yeah, and they do a flip. I noticed that a few times. There was one, I can't remember what scene it was now, but he strangles somebody yeah. and then like all of a sudden the body goes totally limp and he just like throws him down and I was like, so wait, is he passed out? Is he dead? Like what's happened? That was very quick. Out. He ripped his throat out in that scene. That's what happened? Yeah, he ripped his throat out. He, the guy falls down on the ground and he rips his throat out. Justin and I very rarely watch movies apart. Most of the time it's together. So this is one of those rare occasions where I was watching by myself and I'm like, what happened? Did he just go to sleep? It's super quick and it, yes, like, there's forever. no way that happened. But forever. yeah, that's what... <laughs> so that's the thing. So uh, his his trademark martial art is called uh, Aikido. Aikido, which is all about uh, grappling and like like really smooth like movements. Like seriously, he... he if you're coming at if you're coming at me, what I'll do is I'll use your momentum and you to like just like just divert it, it. <laughs> divert it into the floor. And that's what he does. Push you away from him. He grew somewhere. up in Orange County, Chrissy. He went to Buena Park High School. That's he right. was in No Doubt. <laughs> He was the kick drum. Apparently, according to himself, he's been a sheriff's deputy for like twenty years as well. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Let's be honest. Are you sure he wasn't from Anaheim? Is he from Anaheim? No, I was just. They don't fuck around in Anaheim. Do that? Is that, that the truth? I didn't know that. Well, they. How don't. about Buena Park? There's some fucking around in Buena Park, but not a ton. I think he grew up in Fullerton and went to Buena Park. Okay. That's Your dad hardcore. has his master's degree from Fullerton. Oh, he does. Maybe he met Stephen <laughs> while he was there. Oh. So under siege. <laughs> yeah, so we, got a, we, got, we got off topic there. We're talking about under siege. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We were talking about uh, Erica Leniak busting out of a cake. By the way, oh, okay, can we talk yeah. about that scene for just a second? Sure. Aside yes. from, aside from talk, we can talk about it for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally fine well, by let at me, least two of us. Let me, let me grab a tropical before we do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's all these microphones. Anyway, I, I have questions. So I have questions because, I, again, by myself when this scene happened. So she comes out of the cake. Oh, you were, were you? Go ahead. (laughs) She She she, comes out of the cake. I was often by myself when I saw this scene. She's she's basically like having a happy birthday, Mr. President moment with nobody there. And I'm like, at what point 
if you pop out of the cake, do you not notice that you're like in a, like a dark warehouse and nobody's there? Do you, or do you just like the show must go on? You keep going no matter what. (laughs) Well, she was drugged. She was drugged, right? She She had, uh, she was given like Dramamine. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier she was roofied basically or something. So did she just wake up at that point? It's like, Oh, Oh, my cue must be now. And then she just gets up. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And secondly, this is more of like, I guess a special effects question. I don't really know. (laughs) <laughs> but the, but the, camera, the camera pans around to the front and i was like does she have makeup on her nipples like oh yeah. those yes. are the most, like flush against flesh color i think i've ever seen there were no color to them oh so like it's almost like she didn't have nipples it was like she was a barbie doll yeah like barbie dolls who don't have any real nipples it's just like a boob wow i'm gonna have to go back and look at the scene several <laughs> times chrissy <laughs> i think we should watch it right now <laughs> Right up there with the scene of John Claude Van Damme with his ass. We'll just put we'll put the buns and then the cake scene like back to back and just loop that forever. I mean, we could do that. We, we could do that, right? Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra, Kama Sutra. <laughs> and then he just decides to bring her along. Like she's like, I don't know what to do, and I don't, I didn't do anything, and I don't see anything, and I don't know anything. And he's like, Okay. This is an AR-15. This is how you load it. I, there's an automatic position, but I want you to do the semi-automatic because I don't trust you because you have a small woman brain. But oh, you know yeah. what? But what's funny about her character is she starts off like that and she's like scared and like whining and stuff. But like five minutes later, she's, she's, like, she's like one of the crew. Yeah. She immediately turns into a badass, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where got, did that come from? They got the one guy who's like, oh, I don't want to go out there. And she's like, I'm yeah. going. Just like, and he's like, oh, how do you load this thing? And she's like, bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yes. Yeah. And just throws it at him. I'm like, bang, I'm an action chick now. What was he, like an intern or something? <laughs> I have no he idea. He had a beautiful face, but I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I used to do laundry. <laughs> yes, he said that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know, the, good for her, I guess, in this movie. <laughs> Good for her, yes. <laughs> I want to talk about Tommy Jones in this movie. I would yeah. also like to talk about he had the best death scene I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Oh. Holy Keep shit. the face, Stranix. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This is a good cigar. Um yeah. It was that, bad. How good was that knife fight? That was great. More knife That's fights good. in movies. Mm. Well yeah, because out here we're so gun obsessed, you don't get to see a lot of knife fights. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, not enough knife fights. And you say knife fight and I immediately think of like West Side Story. I'm like, here come the chance. Yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> oh, monkey knife. You haven't seen that movie. <laughs> I no, know the musical. I, I actually uh, I watched uh a good portion of it today as well, but the, the main thing that stuck out about Tom Lee Jones is he wears like this studded Leather jacket, <laughs> oh yeah, and like sunglasses and a bandana for it's a like good he came portion. Came out of camp of... nowhere and showed up on the scene. Camp nowhere, nineties <laughs> yeah. deep cut, camp nowhere. Wow, did somebody? That's a, that's who is that? Pull. She can't remember Point Break, but she's pulling out camp nowhere. <laughs> she's a big Andrew Keegan. Was is that how Andrew Keegan Andrew came into Keegan. camp nowhere? <laughs> <laughs> it was a cross between Christopher Lloyd and Andrew Keegan. Christopher Lloyd didn't wear a, a studded leather jacket in that movie. Christopher Lloyd was a man of many different looks because he was trying to trick the parents. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were this deep into Camp Nowhere, because see? Love Camp we'll have to do a Camp Nowhere retrospective sometime <laughs> in the future. Okay. No, but uh, Tommy Lee Jones was... Uh, you know, he you got uh, in terms of energy level. You've got No Country for Old Men, which is like one or two on the energy level. You have yeah. t- you have uh, Two Face in Batman Forever, where he's like a ten and like laughing after every one of his lines. Men in Black, he's yeah. like a seven or eight. 
This was like eight Fugitive. or nine. Yeah. He was high yeah. energy, like really going there. He was. Uh, which I appreciate. He was having fun, which I don't think he has enough fun. In his yeah, what movie. happened? Yeah. This is this movie. So he, got, this, he got old and grizzled. <laughs> <laughs> That's because true. The, because, he had too many of these pickles with the fruit juice. <laughs> yeah. Tropicals. So, those didn't exist back then, Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, he had to make him by himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> pickles in his punch bowl. <laughs> Tropicals brought to you by Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, <laughs> so, like we said, Bloodsport had a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. This one had a 76%. 76? Yep. Yep. Damn straight. Damn straight. This is a this is near on perfect action well, movie. I predicted the first movie would have a 28% rating. I was wrong, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And I predicted this one would have like a 66. So either way, still higher than I anticipated. And I still like What did Bloodsport. you say? 70? This one on Rotten Tomatoes, 76. 76, okay. Compared. I can accept that. I don't agree, but <laughs> I just right, think, like, other than, like I said, other than Gary Busey and Tommy Lee Jones, I just think it's kind of bland through through a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, Steve Seagal. I'd rather watch Air Force One. You would rather watch Air Force One yeah. than this. I yeah. would rather watch Air Force One. Air Force One yeah. is yeah. a great movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not to like say, oh, look at them; they're the exact same genre. But like, if I, if somebody put them side by side, I would pick that one. And it made me think of that several times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Speaking cool. of Air Force One, the director of this movie, Andrew Davis, uh, right at the year after this movie, did The Fugitive yeah. with several people from this movie, uh, most notoriously, uh, which was Tom Lee Jones was in The Fugitive as well. Oh, You haven't yeah. seen The Fugitive? Nope. You haven't seen The Fugitive? I have not. Have you guys listened to our podcast? <laughs> yeah. This is how things happen. Yeah, yeah I know. I Several, know. We say a movie, Chrissy hasn't seen <laughs> Yeah, but earlier, remember how I was talking about their practical magic? Like, this is these are the type of movies I watch where I'm like, come on. That in Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is Chrissy hasn't seen any of the movies that you've seen. <laughs> I feel badly when I'm looking through, like, everybody's movie podcasts because I want to listen and I want to be a part, but I haven't seen so much. So I'm looking and I'm like, haven't seen Scroll, Scroll, haven't seen, nope, nope. Oh, I've seen that. And then yeah. I watch Watch it or listen. Mm-hmm. Could, could yeah. you believe that the writer of this movie, J.F. Lawton, also wrote Pretty Woman? <laughs> okay. Nope. Can't nope. see that? No. Can't see that? I cannot. So what was your favorite part about the movie? What would you say? Other than uh, Erica Aleniak and her non, n- non-nippless boobs. <laughs> you know what's going to sound really it's like stupid? like they're flesh on flesh. There's no nipples there. <laughs> It's like a Barbie doll. I actually kind of like, okay, this is going to sound weird. So they kept going back and forth with the people who were in, I assume, the White House or the Pentagon or wherever they were. The war room. Yeah, the situation, yeah, the situation room. room, right? Situation room. Like talking about logistics of what to do. Wait, is that on Jersey Shore? <laughs> <laughs> it's his bedroom, yeah. <laughs> the situation's room. <laughs> you can see him walking around the background with his shirt off. <laughs> You guys watch the Jersey Shore? No, <laughs> no. We know of the situation though. We watched. Oh, oh nice. Boy. Yeah, that was a fun. Yeah, time. the situation wasn't in uh, <laughs> that that war room. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. And and there's a scene where uh, one of the I think it's, it's an admiral who tells Steven Seagal basically like, "Hey, don't do shit until SEAL Team Five arrives. Like, this is your command. Like, don't do a thing. You will be in trouble if you do a thing." And he's like, 10-4. And then two scenes later, yes, he's sir. doing whatever the hell he mm-hmm. wants, right? And then she answers the phone, right? And she's like, I'm so sorry, but Mr. Seagal can't talk right now because he's in the middle of a gunfight. Can I take a message? And I'm sitting there like... This is after she'd become a badass. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She turns. She's, she's also back. a secretary. And I'm like, is this real life? And then he ha- <laughs> she hands him the thing. He's like, 
Yes, understood. No. And you could hear like guns in the background. He's just very even keel being Steven Seagal, like with the low voice. He's like, yes, no, I will comply. 10-4. Like in the background. Just ridiculous. <laughs> it was just the ridiculousness of it that stood out to me. I was like, this is this movie. This this encapsulates what this whole movie is, which is ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also I, the Tommy Lee Jones death scene. I would have thought based on our earlier conversation though, that you would like this because I theorized this is an actual, uh, this is a revenge movie. <gasps> a la John Wick. You like John Wick? <gasps> Revenge seen, movie. Has it seen John okay. Wick? All right. So basically, like, like you say, someone kills a family member sure. or something. Somebody, yeah. somebody dies. Not Without My Daughter is a great movie. Okay. Yep. Yes, yep. it is. Not Without My Daughter, a great movie from 1991, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't seen Not Without My Daughter? No, absolutely uh, not. Uh, <laughs> we'll Write that down. That would right. be good for you guys. To avoid, yes. But this is a revenge movie <laughs> because I they, they kill off something that's very important to him right at the start of the movie. Justin? What do they kill? What do they kill? They what? kill his pies. <laughs> this is all about Ryback's pies. Oh, Get yeah, my pies out of the oven. Because they're like, no, we're going to have other people come from the helicopter to cater this whole event. And he's like, you will let me cater this event. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. It's all about his pies. They don't let him cook his pies properly. They burn the pies. He freaks out, kills everybody. Very Sweeney Todd. He's just a cook. He's going to fuck with he's, another man's pies. I'm just, I'm just a cook. I'm just a cook. I'm just a lonely, lonely, just a lonely, 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 lonely cook. Yeah, that's what he says. Slap my hands. Justin, do you have a favorite scene in Under Siege? Uh, we already talked about it. For not not long enough. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, I loved about this movie because obviously you know I was a big Die Hard fan as a kid, but um, the the way that the terrorists infiltrate this battleship That's is good. so like crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like they come in on a helicopter, and the way that they're uh, kind of like. Uh, brought in it's like oh they're here for the surprise party for the captain they're like oh that's okay it's cool <laughs> there's like multiple nuclear warheads on the ship there's no vetting no vetting at all no <laughs> vetting at all and poor captain it's his birthday he's like he dies keep, he dies <laughs> like they come in happy birthday after Gary Busey is uh, dresses up as a lady dresses up as a lady oh my god oh my god I'm right? so glad you brought that up I'm sorry to interrupt you that was there's, your favorite scene well I forgot about it until you said it there's a scene where he's like they said I need to undergo a psychological evaluation. <laughs> Do I look like someone who needs to undergo a psychological evaluation? Right, and I'm like, jumping up and down in the bed. I'm like, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> that was that was amazing. That's a great line. I wanted a total gift from that. Like, put it everywhere, forever. Yeah, I mean, um, I I think this movie would have been better if they had more from like Seagal's point of view. Like, like I said, like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, rather than bouncing back from. You know the the situation room as we as we called it uh, <laughs> and, and stuff like he was in a, a, a like a, a refrigerator for a good a portion, b- a good portion of this movie a freezer yeah, yeah even worse yeah handcuffed handcuffed but he got and out. the poor privates guy like sir I don't know what's going on upstairs but I think those are party favors <laughs> firecrackers he's like you are stupid. And we all know it's not firecrackers, but they said it was firecrackers. <laughs> was that your favorite scene? Yes. <laughs> He's also going through puberty. <laughs> Here's your taco, sir. <laughs> it's a very tough time for him. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, do you know? So, uh, did you guys know that Seagal was married to Kelly LeBrock? Oh yeah, for nine years, oh. and they had three children. Whoa! I did not know that. As a kid, he got massive props from me for for, for marrying Kelly <laughs> Brock. 
I know yeah. she's hot, but I can't remember what she's been in. Weird Science, Chrissy. Weird Science. Weird Science. <laughs> Is that with Val Kilmer? No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, that's real genius. We got to watch I both really of those movies, I guess. Yeah. Anthony, I really Anthony Michael Hull. Uh, Seagal apparently also big into wine. Uh, he, he has his yes. own uh, Cabernet grape uh, acreage winery going on not drink merlot where is it from <laughs> santa Inez. santa Inez. Uh, i guess that's where he where he were yeah that's where it is all right then um better taste like shit. what else you got dan you got like notes over there oh yeah man we do this professionally what right? do, what yeah, what do, do we not hit what, what do you got uh the body count for this film Ooh. 65 people in total killed what? in this movie how many do you reckon uh were killed by steven seagal 13 no like three two brad one. 34. What? What? I was closest. Oh, wait. You don't, going over. You don't count like the, are you counting like the sub and stuff? Like he blows up a sub. He, he's, uh, How did you count those? How did you know? Is, just, there's a, there's a website that does uh, body counts in, in, in every single movie ever. And uh, the, the, they came up with the numbers and the numbers are 34 for Steven Seagal specifically for this movie. That's, there you go. And that's like the most bore. like there's nothing, there's nothing super flat other than, so Tom Lee Jones, which we love, he got a knife to a head. Yeah. yeah. What other like super flashy like offings happen in this movie? This uh, is not like there's, huh? there's the one where he's uh, fighting the guys in the work area and he um he kicks a guy in the balls and then pushes him into the bandsaw and then <laughs> chops his arm off. There you go. That one was yeah, that was, that that was pretty happened. cool. Um Okay. Ugh. The old bandsaw trick. <laughs> I like the my favorite one though was the uh the grenade in the door. Uh, in the door oh, handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. The guys are chasing him and they t- he's like yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, like, get away with that door. <laughs> And then they blow up. He blows up like five dudes. <laughs> oh, uh, trivia! So uh, he claimed in an interview that the character played by Erica Laniac was not included in the original screenplay, and that he personally suggested the inclusion of a stripper as a sidekick to add some humor to the film. <laughs> there you that go, Chris. Sure, he wanted to add some humor to the film. He's been accused of uh, several uh, sexual harassment. I'm not uh, surprised lawsuits. whatsoever. All from women working for him. So, yeah. He must be a gigantic douche. I, I've <laughs> been sexually harassed by douchebags over the years, guys. And let me tell you that he's the walking embodiment of the type of guy that you would see crossing your path. And you're like, nope. Yeah. yeah. Nope. All <laughs> nope. Um, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Even I would feel uncomfortable in a room yes. with him. Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. He just looked at me wrong. I feel harassed. Yeah. He squints. He just squints at you. <laughs> he does a squinting thing. It's all right because he moves really slowly, though. So yeah. <laughs> just walk sl- sort of briskly and you can get away. See, that's what we were talking about. Like, if they got to a fight on Twitter, I was like, but he so 22% picked that he would beat John Claude Van Damme. I don't know what's wrong with that 22% yeah, absolutely no way. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he does have weight on, on John Claude, you know, yeah, he, but he is a pumpkin. And a bigger head. face. <laughs> and a bigger head. That's a bigger face. That, right? But I, headbutt everybody? But if Van Damme's just so f- much faster than he no. is. If we're talking about them in their heydays, Van Damme all the way. Like, it's not even. Oh, even now, VD's uh, he's he's okay. He's still, he's still looking yeah. all right. All right. Well, Trust there you. there's um there's a couple things. So apparently, uh, the two of them were at a party thrown by Sylvester Stallone. Oh boy! <laughs> and these guys notoriously hate each other, Van Damme and, and Seagal. Oh, and uh, Team Van Damme, a hundred percent. Van Damme allegedly called him out and said, "Like, come outside the party. I want to fight." And Seagal uh, kind of wussied out uh, allegedly. So <laughs> why are you giving me that face? 
I can't say on the podcast. Google this. Yeah, what? I'll tell you after. Google this. Oh, yes, Google this. <laughs> also, thing you can Google on YouTube. There's a great clip of uh, Seagal on Arsenio Hall, where Arsenio <laughs> asks him about John Claude, <laughs> and uh, Seagal does not like John Claude Van Damme. At all. I mean, yeah, I talk shit about him. So, you know, do you know Van Damme? No. Uh, <laughs> you, you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with him, Stephen. Uh, what, what do you think of, of his work? As a martial artist first. <laughs> well, I mean, because like you guys go back to the martial arts world before you were movie stars, right? I mean, he was like a, a champion somewhere. And right. I mean, you. Well, I mean, I, I just promised all my mentors that I was going to be a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's a matter of opinion that he was a champion anywhere. Well, basically, they they were both at their prime at the at the same time, and they were going for it. Like that was like who was the biggest movie star at that stage, and yeah, they were the original Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. (laughs) That's what I was. I mentioned Twitter was totally the same. Totally the same. (laughs) I think I think Seagal was just jealous because uh, Van Damme had like spinning roundhouse kicks. Yeah, he punches the balls. He's a legit good fighter. Splits and butts. (laughs) <laughs> and Seagal just had grabbing people and pushing people down. Basically. Mm-hmm. And John claude Van Damme's like, this man thinks that he can compete with me? John claudes actually funny. And Seagal doesn't seem to have a sense of humor nah. very no, much at all. Not even. Mm. So. So what would be your final grade for Under Siege, Chris? I don't know. It's a slightly better movie, so I'm tempted to give it a higher grade, but I can't stand Seagal, so I want to give it the same or worse. Uh, C. C? Yeah, straight C. And you gave the other one a C minus? I did. You guys? This is a B plus for me. It's a straw. It's it. it I can't give it an A because it's there's too much trashiness about it. <laughs> but it's 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 a great watch. It's a drunken movie. I'll put it down like you know if, if I'm hung over on the couch, I'll put that on and watch it, and it'll be great. So All right. it's good. Fair fun. enough. Yeah. Bradley, B minus, B minus. Uh, it's a reluctant B minus because I fucking hate Steven Seagal. See, <laughs> but, yeah. but the movie is clearly better than Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. Sorry, JCVD, but. That one was terrible. <laughs> I just, I just have to think all like the diet. Like obviously, I like Die Hard better. I like what are the other Die Hard? With die the engines. No, it's like two after Die Hard. <laughs> no, after Die Hard was huge. They're like, oh, what movies can we do like Die Hard? Air but Force in, One. I we said that earlier. Air Force One. I like that better. I don't know. It's Independence just, Day. Aliens. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit that Under Siege is probably a better movie, but I like Bloodsport. More like I could rewatch right. Bloodsport more. So what's your this grade? Movie. I gave the other one what a C, C plus. C plus. Yeah. Uh oh, he's struggling. Yeah, this is more like a C for me. Oh wow, we come together for a C on Under Siege. Like I said, if if they if they had someone else other than Seagal in his role, and they had him more in this like more of him and less mm-hmm. of the war room and all this other stuff. Yep. Busey, Busey and Tommy Jones carry. I've got a reboot oh, yeah. for you. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. a reboot for you. If and they I- didn't have the two of them, good oh. bad guys make a movie though, right? That's that's what you need. Yeah. So I, I I've got a reboot for you and really this is inspired by his performance in Deadpool, but Ryan Reynolds would be a great replacement in my mind for this. 
What? You yes. Just, you just want to see him take his shirt off, right? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want to see Ryan Reynolds in the blood sport role. Yeah. Multiple splits, lots of buns. 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 Me too. But that's what I'm saying. He would bring like the, the humor and the side of likability that currently lacks from Steven Seagal if he were to replace him in a reboot. That's mm. what I was thinking of. And he could also apparently do action because Deadpool. So... Ta-da. He's limber. <laughs> there he is. Very limber. That's true. <laughs> We've done a study. I'm, I'm liking where you're going. I can see that happening. All right. it, it's weird, but it makes sense when you really start thinking about it. But we, we <laughs> all agree that if there was a fight between the two of these in their prime, that John claude would win. I mean, yeah. Would, I'd like to see Seagal would get his ass handed to him. <laughs> you, you can if, think. It was a coup, if it was straight up Kumite, yeah. how long would you think the it would last? Three minutes. Oh, would it be a knockout? Would like somebody throw someone out of the circle? Uh, see, I don't think he can be knocked out or knocked down. I think you just have to wait for him to like fall asleep on his own time. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Jack it's like Jack of the Beanstalk or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it'd be like when he fights the big sumo oh, guy. Oh, or it's like Andre the Giant and Princess yeah. Bride. Yes. <laughs> He yeah. chokes his back and like yeah. chokes him. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Andre you the are Giant. the brute squad. <laughs> I would have totally saw it. Andre the Giant in this role oh, other than Steve Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He'd never fit I'm on just, the. I'm just a cook. See, the problem is though, he could never get out. Only cook. He could never get giant. out of the galley though. He's stuck in the galley because he can't fit through the doorways. <laughs> that see, there's some like tension and like like how is he gonna move around the ship? He's not. <laughs> like, isn't he way too tall to be in the navy? Oh there's man, no, there's never a scene of him walking through a doorway. It's just cut new room, cut new room. <laughs> All right, we've got, we've got a Photoshop job to do. Hundred yes. percent. Oh man, when I was when I was a kid, I wanted to. Uh, I was big into space and stuff. I love like Space Camp and all the space movies. And then, uh, then when I was seven years old, I found out that there was a height requirement to be an astronaut, oh. and I was so pissed off. I was like, oh man, I was too. But in the opposite direction, I'm like, oh man, because I'm never gonna be tall enough. You're too short <laughs> to go into space. Yeah. No, they want people like you that can like fly through the corridors. No, and stuff there's like it's, it's like I, I talked about. Being I'd be like, bonk, earlier, but it's the same bonk, thing. There's like a bonk. there's like a there's like an like actual thing. It's like five six to five nine or something like that. I had the same problem when I uh, went to try and audition for the Lord of the Rings movies in New Zealand. <laughs> they were doing <gasps> casting calls for like background extras, uh, and I was too sh- uh, too tall to be a dwarf and too short to be an elf. That's amazing. And, <laughs> and they were casting everybody. <laughs> it was like you rocked up. They're like, "Yep, you can go through." And I just I missed out by like like that much, oh. like, like an inch. That sucks, I'm man. <laughs> man. 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 <laughs> man. Could pull Tom Cruise and put like lifts in your shoes. <laughs> oh man! Does anybody else want a tropical before we? No, nope, uh, no, nope, absolutely nope. not. I'm good. Before we before we pack it in, uh, maybe nope, it's no. been packed. So, Chrissy, are you excited? Should we watch more Steven Seagal movies? No. More John Claude Van Damme movies? No, I'm good. I would love to see, you. you we're going to see Time Cop at some point. Time, time Cop's right. great. I'm time fine with awesome. seeing Time Cop because it sounds good and I actually love time travel shit, so I'm good. With Maybe that. Universal Soldier. That's the other thing about when you compare their movies is, like I said, Seagal, uh, up until Under Siege, they're all the same. And then after this one, 
he got some more clout and he started writing his own movies and that's when he did Ooh. On Deadly Ground. Yeah. He got super environmental and stuff like that. Slap my hands. Slap my hands. <laughs> Slap my he, hands. he currently has something like, I think it's between five and 12 things in uh, production oh at the moment. God. He released like five or six movies last year. So yeah. there, There's a wonderful Yikes. gif of him uh, in the last couple of years, where he's doing some kind of demo, you've seen it. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like my ready to go <laughs> gift that I just paste all flips, the time. He flip, he flips this guy. Well, what happens is this guy just like does a flip. In front of him. <laughs> he's basically doing demonstration in front of uh, like a million people, trying to like show them how to do aikido, and yeah. it does like a, a special like flip move. <laughs> and oh uh, no, don't do it, Bradley. Uh, why? And uh, yeah, it, that guy, oh, that guy deserves a promotion because that guy was selling it, man. He does this <laughs> forward double somersault to make it look like, oh wow, that was the thrown. most powerful yeah. move in the world. That's amazing. Oh, it's man. incredible. He Lord looks Bradley, like... meanwhile, is dying from the red rocket. I don't know why you did that, Bradley. Why? why I was kidding. Know either. <laughs> He's inspired. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Masochistic. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, guys. Thank you so much for being we here. We love Thank you. you. Pleasure. Uh, Thank you for having us. Where where can we find you guys on on the interwebs? You can like us on Facebook. Uh, you search for Who Spiked the Puns. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. We are uh, at Spike the Puns. You can follow us on all the normal podcast catches, uh, Stitch Radio, Spreaker, all that jazz, Apple Podcasts. And our website is whospikethepuns.com if you just want to direct, directly stream straight from the site. And yeah, our mailbag is... Uh, who's back the puns at gmail.com. These guys are the king, the kings of mashups. Yeah, they <laughs> they are. mash ups oh, yeah. the craziest. It's so funny. The craziest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. What yep. was the one you guys did with happiness? Uh, happiness Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a special. That was our anniversary e- episode. So that was a special one for us. Yeah. And you know what? I will say if, you, if you're like me and you don't have a ton of time to listen to podcasts and, and really get involved, even if you don't know the movies, they're awesome and easy to listen to. So if you are on a commute on the way home, put them on. You won't regret it. Even if you haven't heard the movie, it's fine because they're funny and, and it will <laughs> fill the time and you'll be glad you did. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Also awesome. also part of the Podfix Network. Yeah. yeah. Uh, go to uh, podfixnetwork.com. You can find us, Who Spiked the Puns, and a ton of super awesome podcasts to fill your ear holes with. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Right, Chris? Indeed. Where, where can you find us on, on, on the internet? Pretty much everything that Bradley just said uh, is uh, able to be appropriated towards us as well. However, but we're not- with... Okay, go. At Movie Geek Cast. <laughs> yeah. So, the exact same places. Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I always joke about Instagram because you're not on it, but I am. And uh, Snapchat, which is managed by our now five-year-old daughter. And uh, beyond that, you can actually listen to us on all the same platforms that Bradley was eloquently talking about. Um, <laughs> most notably, probably uh, you, on Podbean and Apple is where most people find us. Okay, so uh, fun times. So, so next week, what do we have to look forward to? Chrissy? Was part of another fantasy movie draft. Oh yes, it's um, a special one coming up. It's we we actually talked about this person earlier in the episode. Uh, it's a family affair. My dad was in town uh, last week, and we did the 1991 fantasy movie draft uh, with he, uh, myself, and Chrissy, and uh, got a little uh, a little testy. If you're a betting man or a betting woman, the money is on Not Without My Daughter. Now, that was even picked. Spoiler alert. Uh, But um, yeah, we've started doing these 1990s uh, drafts year by year. And next one up was 1991. And uh, the three of us kind of went out it. uh, We did. 
Fisticuffs. Uh, yeah, there was, there was there was fists almost thrown. Uh, there was there was expletives thrown at each other. There was um, extremely in, personal insults. In, in, I was about to say, in, there's some extremely personal and embarrassing stories <laughs> brought out about myself because my dad was here. Please listen to this episode for that. Uh, Chrissy, a lot of laughing from Chrissy, but uh, oh, yes. but uh, yeah, thanks again, guys, for being here. Thank I, you, guys, for having us. I, I yeah. hope that your pleasure. your travels. I know you guys. You're not traveling as much as he is, but I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here. It's going to be awesome in in the U.S. Um, yeah. uh, other than that, Chrissy, we were just talking about singing singing these guys out with one of our favorite songs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening? Special. Uh, a big song here uh, in the U.S. from one of our favorite sitcoms. Chrissy, come on, come on, sing it for us. Yeah. Sure. You're you guys remember Growing Pains? Yeah. You have to start it off. Okay, so it starts off. This is the theme song. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, you guys, if you remember this. It goes, show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to do it. No, it's, your, it's all you. It's We're in it to the no end. The, the best, best is in it to begin. begin. Ooh, as long as we got each other. other. We've got the, the world spinning, spinning right in our hands, baby, you with and me. <laughs> we gotta be the loneliest dreamers who never quit Look at these guys there. over here. They're like, what do we Woo! walk into? <laughs> now do Charles in Charge. <laughs> Charles in Charge. What was your what were, what were your favorite? Full House for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Was Full House? No, no, see, I, I grew up on cartoons. I was just like, G.I. Joe was my favorite cartoon oh, growing up. Step by Step, Patrick yeah. Duffy. Step by Step. <laughs> I was all. Day by day. Day by day. <laughs> what was the block? What was the block called? Of uh, it was Full House, Step by Step. People we that what? Um, <laughs> she doesn't know. No. Family matters. <laughs> Family matters. I was a lot. I was so happy right now. I was yeah. I was totally a latchkey kid, and so that two hours of programming. Read any good news. On the newspaper page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love and tradition. Oh. <laughs> Once you rev Chrissy up, we can't get her stopped. We can't oh, get her man. stopped. Oh, that's so good. Um, we're going to have to do a karaoke episode, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta, I got to learn how to play my guitar so I can get like. You didn't who even spiked do Full House, which, which, by the way, was our wedding theme. Our wedding really? theme. Really? Full House theme. There you wow. go. Wow. <laughs> 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 Okay, guys, we could do this all night. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? Okay. The no, no, stop. The baby boy. You're the ma- evening TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your quick, quick, close the show. Close the show. <laughs> Where's the button? Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> all right. You started this. <laughs> Anyway, Everywhere. we're gonna we're, we're gonna let these guys continue to sing, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks a lot. And hold on to Don't really stop, Chris. <laughs> this was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.